Greetings, everybody. This is your host, Sophia Nelson. It's Self-Care Sunday. Today, we're talking about care of the soul. Take care of your soul. Let's talk about it. Hey, everybody. This is Sophia. Happy Sunday. It's October 23rd, 2023. Wow. This year is winding down pretty quickly. So, I want to get about today's podcast and I want to encourage you before we start, however, to take some time when you're in the car driving, when you're picking up the kids, when you're going to the store, whatever you're doing, when you're working out, start from the beginning of January where we talked about the power of the pause. It's really important to stop often and assess and reflect and check in with yourself with those three questions. What do I want? What do I need? And how am I feeling? And you got to do that consistently. You have to check in with you consistently. And today I want to talk about a subject that I don't think we give enough attention to. I think we talk about our feelings We talk about our physical self, we talk about wellness, we talk about self-care, we talk about depression, we talk about anxiety. But what we don't talk about is the essence of who we are, the human soul. And today I want to talk about taking care of your soul and how we do that. But you know, like anything else in life, before I can tend to something, before I can fix something, before I can remedy something or deal with it or soothe it or whatever I need to do, I first have to acknowledge that it exists, that there is such a thing as my soul. And, you know, the ancients debated this, whether you go back to Socrates or the writings of Da Vinci, or you go to your Bible or to Uh, the Torah, or you go to ancient writings dating back to the earliest times that, that man exists, go to the Egyptians. The soul is most often thought about in a spiritual context. My soul, my soul going to heaven, my soul going to hell, my soul going to purgatory if I'm a Catholic and I haven't been the best one. The human soul has been debated forever. We talk about soulmates. We talk about soul ties. We talk about something breaking our soul. So although most people, I think, look at the soul in a religious context, I don't want to talk about the soul in that context today. We can have that debate anytime. What I want to talk about is the essence of who we are, and that is our human soul. It's the place where we live. It's our value system. It's our faith system. It's our uh, emotional system. It's our place that is the deepest part of us. When we talk about soulmates, for example, what does that mean? We talk about souls colliding, souls connecting, souls being tethered through time. Talk to anybody who believes in past lives, and the Hindus do, of course, and uh, many other faiths do, or you talk to uh, the 1-800-Psychic line that apparently is making a comeback. That's another podcast for another day. We aren't going to go there today, but clearly there are people who believe that our lives are a continuum. They're on a loop, and when we die, we're born again, and when we're born again, then we die again, and it goes on and on and on. You ever had that thing called deja vu? where you met somebody, 
or that soul explosion where you saw another human being across the room and you knew him. And when you kissed him, it was like everything stopped. Or when you became friends or you became lovers, you got married, they were your best friend. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the essence of how we really connect ourselves first to ourselves and then to others, to our God, to our faith, to our communities. Our soul, my soul is that deepest part of me. And I want to encourage you as we're winding down 2023 to take care of your soul. Well, what do you mean, Sophia, by take care of your soul? Well, I'm glad you asked. I mean a number of things, but I think what I mean most of all is what I have been saying to myself now for definitely the last two years and probably a lot longer and maybe I wasn't aware of it. But as I've said many times before to you young people who listen to me, and I've got a good group of people between the ages of 24 and 36 that listen to this podcast. In fact, you're the second biggest demographic after people in that 44 to 60 range. And I want to talk to you because you have to take better care of your soul now more than any other generation that's ever lived because you have a lot of things competing for your attention, for your vibration, for your energy, for your soul, uh, for your virtue, for your character, for your values, for your morals. And that means you've got to hear yourself. You've got to get quiet and you've got to be consistent about those three questions I mentioned that. What do I want from my living? What do I need from my relationships, from my work, from my family, from my friendships, from myself? And most importantly, how am I feeling about my living, my life, my family, my friends, my work? How am I feeling physically? How am I feeling emotionally? And when you can get into that loop, young people, and you begin to talk to yourself and then listen for the answers, and then you put it into practice and you sell and you set healthy boundaries. I'm not talking about, we've talked about this, you know, it's a pet peeve of mine. I'm not talking about the cutting and the blocking and the deleting and the unfriending and the canceling. I'm talking about doing the work on you first to know what you need, to know the kind of relationships you want, the kind of connections you want. And when you do that, it becomes pretty easy to weed people and things out that don't align with that soul landscape, that soul need, that soul magic that all of us spends most of our lives chasing. I've been fortunate enough to have a soulmate. I have loved deeply, kissed deeply, made love deeply, and had that return to me just as deeply. It is a magic. It is a chemical connection. It can be like a drug because literally it sends off the dopamine and serotonin and all those wonderful things like oxytocin in our brain and in our bodies and you're flooded with wonderful feelings you've ever felt that you know exactly what I'm talking about and if you haven't yet be open because you can't contrive it you can't make it happen it just kind of happens and you know when you know because there's nothing else like it ever and it can't be replicated And that's when you're operating on the deepest part of yourself because you're open and you're vulnerable and you are 
in a place where you want to receive love and you want to give love and you tap into that truest, most authentic part of yourself that we talked about last week in the self-discovery. If you haven't listened to that episode, you definitely need to do that before you can take care of your soul. You got to know yourself. You know, this week, uh, this month, I should say, I'm on the fall cover issue of You Magazine. What an honor. They arrived in the mail the other day. Beautiful, great photos taken by Stephanie Honickel here in Loudoun County, Virginia. Thank you, Stephanie. Makeup uh, by Monica Salazar of CNN. Amazing job, Monica. Uh, thank you to the Barnes of Virginia and Hamilton Station for lending us your beautiful loft and winery and just everything came together. And being on the cover of a magazine entitled You is pretty humbling because it's a magazine dedicated to our mental wellness, our physical wellness, our awareness, our growth, our being the best human beings that we can show up as. And being able to share part of my journey that helps someone else to live theirs better and get things right that I got wrong and to to live smarter and wiser and fuller humbles me. But the title of the article is Take Care of Your Soul. That's how I, that's my final quote at the end of the article. And Randy Kay, thank you for a wonderful uh, article and, and great writing and just great questions and really pulling out of me the stuff that's in me. And when I think about taking care of my soul, I think about a song my grandmother used to play when I was a girl, my paternal grandmother, and she loved Nat King Cole. And she used to play a song called Nature Boy. And if you've never heard it, just Google it. Just go on to Pandora or Amazon Music or wherever you get your music and download the song. Natalie Cole sings it as well on the Unforgettable uh, album, which is outstanding, one of my favorites ever. But there's a line, and he says, the greatest thing you'll ever learn is just to love and be loved in return. When I'm talking about care of the soul and taking care of your soul, love is at the core of care. Love is what we are lacking We have become, and this is just real, you can see it in the social media postings 24-7, but to see people be so closed off, so angry all the time, social media is a really angry place. It's simply not a safe place for your kids, and you really should think about if you've got them on you know, whether it's Twitter or Instagram or TikTok, I know they do a lot of happy, fun videos, but it's also a very scary place because people are lonely. People are disconnected. There isn't that self-love. There isn't that soul connection. We are shallow now. We operate on the surface and it's breaking us. We're silent when we should speak. We ghost and cut off when we ought to just have a conversation. We throw out phrases like you're toxic and you're gaslighting me and you hurt my feelings and you're invading my space and you're unsafe and you're psychologically unsafe. And we have all these these words now that back people up, that shut people down, that break discourse. 
when what we really need to be doing, particularly in a world as crazy as this one, as tumultuous as this one, as ugly as this one has become, in these last weeks watching the horror in Israel and then the devastation in Gaza and seeing the worst of people, but also the best of people, and it all gets back to the condition of your soul. I'm going to ask you a question today. I'm going to recommend a book, Care of the Soul. Wonderful book. Uh, if you've ever read Sir Thomas More, he talks a lot about the soul. Again, from a spiritual perspective, but there is a link between our spirit, our self, and our soul. And you've got to nurture all three. If you want to show up in this life, in good ways and healthy ways, you have got to take care of your soul. I'm not talking about that surface stuff. I'm talking about digging deep. What do you want? Life is short. If you live to be 100, it's not going to be long enough. You're not going to have enough time. So what are you doing with the time you have? You need to ask yourself that question. How am I doing with my soul care? I promised that these um, podcasts as we end the year would be shorter, pithier, so that you can really digest them and take a hold of them. And today's message is very simple. I'm going to give you a few tips that I'm putting into practice daily now. I'm being consistent. It's that loop I talk about, the the being very consistent about your own self-care, particularly if you're a caregiver, as I have been going on my fourth year now. It's been the roughest experience of my life. It's difficult to take care of another human being, not when they're little kids and babies. That's challenging in a different way. But they're babies. They're dependent on you. They don't have minds of their own when they're infants. They just want to be fed. They want to be changed. They want to be loved. When they become your parents and the roles switch and you have to then tell them the things that they can't do and you have to make sure they're taking their medicine and you have to explain to them that things are changing and you have to be patient and you've got a, a fully formed human being with their own will, their own mind, their own wants and needs. And they're also in a battle of their own souls because they know that their time is getting shorter because they're aging. Folks, we shouldn't be afraid of aging. Aging is a gift not everybody gets. Everybody's young, everybody's born, but not everybody lives to see their 10th birthday or their 17th birthday, or their 25th birthday, or their 30th birthday, or their 40th, their 50th birthday. When you start getting to 60 and 70 and 80 and 90, man, you are blessed. You are rich because you've lived. So take care of yourself on this journey called life. We talked about mapping and the map to self-discovery and where am I right now is a really good question to ask yourself as you're asking yourself about the condition of your soul. Where am I on my journey? How did I get from there to here? And how do I get from here to where I want to be before I die? And the thing about death, none of us knows when it's coming. You could be sitting at your dinner table. You could be out ice skating. You could be driving. You'd be walking. You could be in a store now. You could be in a place of worship now. You could be anywhere at any time, at any age, and it's over. Life used to be a little more predictable than that. 
There's too much anger. There's too much violence. There's too much volatility around us. And that means you've got to be paying attention. You've got to be awake, my friend. You can't be sleepwalking. You got to wake up your soul and you got to ask yourself, what do I want? I ask myself that all the time now. And then I do my best to follow through. So a couple things about care of the soul and then the message is yours. Number one, avoid distractions. Distractions are the enemy of a successful life, of successful living, of successful relationship. Distractions, things that aren't important. Get off the damn phones. Get out. Get up. Wake up. Touch, care, listen, feel, connect. Share. Stop being distracted by all these things, these beeps and these pings and the this and the that. And I got to work and I need to do this and I need to do that. When you really don't need to do anything at all, except if you want to do it. Beware distractions. Number two, put a daily routine into place. That's just for you. Care of the soul. Mine is I wake up. When the house is still very quiet, I like quiet because I live a noisy life. I have a lot of noise around me, a lot of people around me. When I go to book events, people want to touch me and I don't like that. But I have to indulge it and engage it because that's the process. So I have to protect myself. And every day I wake up, it's quiet. I put on candles. I put on water sounds. I like water sounds. In autumn, it's the river. It's the rustling of leaves, the fire in summer, it might be the ocean. And through the seasons, I make sure that I'm giving myself quiet. And then I read or I pray. I have a prayer partner. I have a fellowship partner every single day of my life. And we only miss when one of us is sick or her kids are having some issues or we have some other things to tend to, but it's rare. I would say out of a year, we might miss five days or so together maybe 10 out of a year because we're committed and we listen and we share and we pull things apart and we dig deeper. And it is something I look forward to every day. It's been life-saving to me over these last few years. Get yourself an accountability partner, a book club partner, a walking, sharing, caring partner. Somebody you could just talk to and somebody you can listen to. Somebody you can dig deeper with and connect with that you can trust. And then I think the last thing of just a few things I'm going to give you today about care of the soul is creating and sustaining and enforcing boundaries in your life about the things you don't want around you or near you or, as I like to say, You know, ships do not sink, what, because of the water around them. They sink because of the water that gets in them. That's the same with us. We get sick. We get unwell. We get unmoored when we let too much of other people's negative energy, health issues, personal issues, anger issues. You know, I tweeted this morning, um, and I just, sometimes I wake up and stuff's sitting in my soul and I want to share it. I need to do more of that. I'm not disciplined enough yet but I'm trying to get there. But I talked this morning about the shallowness of our living now, and I'm going to wrap with this. Soul and shallow are not synonymous. 
Soul and shallowness do not go together. Your soul is a deep well, is a deep place. It's your most secret, sacred place. It's your most safe place. Nurture it, honor it. But I talked today about this shallowness that is breaking us, the shallowness of avoidance, the shallowness of disrespect, the shallowness of not finishing the things we commit to and not even telling people that we're not going to do it anymore. Had a colleague who I'm really appalled by. We're all in a process together, a business deal together, a an ongoing negotiation together, and this person just drops out doesn't tell anyone, doesn't talk, just bails. And it didn't just happen with me. I've learned that it happened with a lot of other people. And that person now has some pretty angry people looking at them like, what is wrong with you? You are a grown adult. You know how to use your word. You're a professional. But this is the norm now. And I think that he feels perfectly okay with what he's done. He knows it's wrong, but he's a coward. So he hides and he runs and he ducks because he doesn't want to be held to account. He figures if he just waits us out long enough and shows up a year from now and just smiles and throws some of his charm at us that we'll all get over it. Well, we've talked. We're not getting over it because that's not acceptable behavior. It's not something I would do. And it's not something I will allow people to do in my life. If you're negative, you're not going to be around me long. Different if you need help. Different if you need friendship. But if all you do is complain and all you do is bitch and moan and all you do is talk about how bad life is and, 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 and what happened 20 years ago, I'm not interested. Because that's a choice to not take care of your soul, to not take care of yourself. We live in shallow, frustrated, meaningless times where human beings are very low on the totem pole and how we treat one another. We got all these tribes. I'm black, I'm white, I'm gay, I'm straight, I'm Catholic, I'm a Jew, I'm a Palestinian, I'm a this, some of that. Instead of, I'm a human being and so are you. That's where we need to meet each other. You want to take care of your soul? Start treating other people like they have one. Treat others the way you want to be treated. That golden rule works. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you and live that every day. Talk to people the way you want to be talked to. Text people the way you want to be texted. Really shouldn't do the latter at all unless it's to say you're late or you're showing up or you've got a meeting or something. Texting should be used to share information, not to share feelings and emotions and to get into these debates and, and conversations that we're too afraid to have off the keyboard. You're robbing yourself. I've been robbing myself. We hunger and we crave and we starve for connection and care of the soul. I want to encourage you today to start living in a space where you check in often with your soul and how it feels and what it wants and what it needs and how you can Heal from the traumas of your past and the hurts and the wounds so that you can learn from them and be wiser and live better forward. Take a look at where you are right now and where you want to be and ask yourself, how am I going to get there? I'm telling you, it starts with care of your soul. So take care of it. Get a copy of You Magazine. Get a copy of Be the One You Need at the end of this year. Start a book club. It will bless you. It will change you. It will force you to do the work on you. And all change starts with you and with me.
I love being on the cover of a magazine titled You. Because we neglect self. We neglect soul. We neglect us. Let's do something different as we head into 2024. 2024 is going to be a raucous, crazy year for our world and in our politics here domestically at home in the United States. We need to do better. And that starts with making sure you're okay. You have a great Sunday. Have a great week ahead. We'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye now.